on the resume is an upbeat discussion that puts your journey into overdrive. In each episode, we talk with a local community leader, business owner, or rising professional as we go beyond their resume and into who they are as people. We will discuss career tips, ways to sharpen your skills, the importance of community, and so much more. I'm Andrew Glonner. I am a Rising Professionals Marketing Community member. And and I'm Jackson Wells, Vice President of Smith Gray, and I am also a Rising Professionals Marketing Committee member. And I'm so excited to introduce our guest, Abby Dragas. Abby, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Abby, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I am currently the assistant real estate manager over for Hendricks Commercial Properties in the Bloy area. Um, so we have the Phoenix building, the Hilton Apartments, um, right in Wagner, and our new building coming open um, in August. So we keep ourselves busy. We currently have 95 apartments, and we're going to be adding another That's 83. Wow. So, <laughs> so if you live in downtown Beloit, you are involved with. Yes. <laughs> There's in some capacity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I do live downtown, and I love it. Um, I'm a big Beloit cheerleader, so okay. I couldn't be in a better spot. Cool. Sure. Yeah, well, because you're from the area, right? You're from, you're from yeah. Roscoe? I'm from Roscoe, okay. yeah. Cool. And I jumped the border. Um, it'll be two years in September, so. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. I was only a 10-minute commute. But it's a lot nicer being So this down. was almost like right during the post-pandemic starting mm-hmm. of that. So yeah. how did you get the job or how did you seek it out? Or Yeah, absolutely. Like? So I actually started at Hotel Goodwin as a front desk agent. Okay. And I did that for about a year and a half. And then I did my internship with Geronimo Hospitality Group. Which was cool cause, because we got to kind of get a taste of all the other departments. Oh, okay. And then after that, it was really primetime COVID, and I came back, went back to front desk for a little bit, and then um, was promoted to the admin assistant. Wow. Um, You must have really persevered through that time. Yeah, it was, I knew I wanted more, um, and that's what the administrative assistant got Mm -hmm. kind of the back of house um, feel to it, and really understanding like invoices and budgets, Mm -hmm. and just be more involved on that end, rather than being the front of the house where you're meeting everybody. So um, that was great, and I was the admin for both Ironworks Hotel and Hotel Goodwin. Um, and then it came a point where a uh, position opened up with Hendrix and my boss, Karen, at the time, and she actually is my boss again now, but <laughs> um, she said, I think you'll be really great for this. And then she yeah. had reached out and um, I did an interview on a Tuesday and was hired by a Friday. Oh, so. yeah, <laughs> that's wow. great. So yeah, it was, it was rather quick. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, I transitioned from Geronimo to Hendrix, um, even though we're under one big umbrella. And um, I started my position with Hendrix um, March of, it's been two years now, I believe. So, yeah, March of 21. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I think a lot of people during the past three years have transitioned to some new role mm-hmm. or just or do new department or just something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there has been a lot of growth opportunities within yes. Geronimo and with Hendrix. So um, I'm super grateful for all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, so I want to circle back. So were you working the front desk during the pandemic or, um, like, or was, was the hotel even open? I'm not even for sure. Yeah, like, <laughs> so hotels don't close. So yeah, we yeah, exactly. open. Okay. Um, our occupancy was lower because a, a lot of our business travel was during the week and they weren't traveling. Gotcha. So um, we were still working. And at that point, when kind of the masks got like mandatory, mm-hmm. I was actually in my intern. 
I remember yeah, walking yeah. into Velvet Buffalo and the director of Food and Beverage was like, where's your mask? And I thought he was kidding. <laughs> so yeah. I, was like, oh. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah right. And he mm-hmm. goes, no, I'm serious. Ever. And we're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, you have to wear this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was like the like the first month of my internship was when kind of like masks were required. And, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, it was kind of a rough time, I guess, different experiencing people in different like comfort zones mm-hmm. or, or how people acclimate to that situation. And yeah. um, we're not like out of the clear yet, but we're managing. Yeah. I guess that's the word I use is managing the situation. Yeah, everything better. changed rather quickly. Like there yeah. were a lot more things to check and to do and to space out and yep. hand sanitizer stations everywhere. Oh, especially <laughs> in like hospitality yeah. situations. I think food that was changed a, lot. a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was a time to get through it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, it's such an interesting story because like, you know, I, I mean, we were doing our whole advertising thing at that time and it was a pretty easy transition. Like I'd been working at the job for quite a while and it was just like, okay, everyone take your computers and like we're all, we're all working from home from here on out. But yeah, especially with the hospitality industry, I mean, it just must have shaken things up so quickly and so fast. And like, you're just starting as an intern and suddenly everything's being turned upside down. Yeah, it, everything was definitely turned upside down and had to get creative with things. And um, it was it was an interesting experience. And I think that everyone kind of learned from it in the ways that they probably didn't anticipate. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I remember starting my 2020 job and just like, oh, hey, we're going to start working on events, things like that. And now we're going to yeah, go no, and not. shift this <laughs> direction and we'll kind of back tall and circle around. And, um, you know, we got through it. We learned a completely new skill set that I would never have thought I would yeah. need it. But <laughs> I know. You got so Adaptability used to, is the key. Yeah, you got so used to being social and then it was kind of turned down and then we amped it back up again. So. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> or doubling down. I feel like now we're just doubling down yeah. and catching back up. Yeah, which is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all right. So kind of shifting gears. So you studied communications and project management at UW-Rock County and Colorado State University Global. And then you have a hospitality and tourism management certification from Florida Atlantic University. So how how did you find these places? Because I don't know. I mean, I'm not great with geography, but Colorado and Florida are pretty far away. Or even you know, <laughs> I did you yeah you rock alum like yeah. obviously, but yeah, absolutely. So I started at UROC. I did not know what I wanted to do after high school, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a pretty common thing, but it mm-hmm. causes you to kind of like freak out. So yeah, yeah. Um, I did two years at UROC and did oh. my gen eds, and yep. then in between that and knowing that I wanted to get my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. I started getting a little bit more interested on the, in the online world um, for college. Okay. So I actually was kind of poking around, and my mom was kind of helping me at the time, and I started panicking. I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I knew for me that a specific degree in one sort of field wasn't for me. I knew I didn't want to be a nurse. I knew I didn't want to be a teacher. Right. Um, so I wanted something that was general enough to where I could adapt it to whichever skill set I think I needed for a certain position. Sure. Um, so that's kind of where the um, Colorado State Global Campus um, came okay. into play, which was great. It was all online. It was trimesters and um breaks in between and all of that so cool and then for the Florida Atlantic University um, that was actually offered from a contact within Geronimo she had found it during COVID and with universities they weren't doing classes in person and they had an online certification class that we could do okay Um, so we most of us 
took it. It was a free sure. course and um, something to kind of add to your resume. Yeah, yeah, that's really Yeah, cool. I was going to say, did somebody recommend you the Colorado State University Google? No, that was a Google search. That was a Google search. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And how did those online, like, college courses go for you? Like, what do you think about the experience? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think when you look up online college courses, it brings you to Arizona State mm-hmm. and these other big yeah, the National. ones that they advertise on TV. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this one is actually, so there's Colorado State and then Colorado State Global, and okay. it's their own online school. That's mm. all they do. Um, and instead of memorizing a bunch of theories and vocab and things like that, all of it was paper-based, and you were able to apply your own background to the papers that you wrote. So oh, a lot of it was written on the hospitality industry. So sure. I used that frame of reference for a lot of my papers to oh, apply okay. theory. So it was a lot more like practical yep. if you were going that direction. Yeah, which I thought was more helpful. I I couldn't tell you some of the theories that and definitions that we had to memorize, but <laughs> yeah. um, but being able to apply it made it real. Yeah, okay. well, that's a reoccurring theme because, I mean, we just did an interview with Danica Keaton, and she had this whole story of when she was going to business school. They obviously had to write a business plan, and... Funny enough, her mom was starting her own business right at the same time. So she's like, I'll just write your business plan and like made it super practical and hands on in the right. real world yeah. for what was actually going on. So, yeah. huh. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Absolutely. Um, and it's also like practical and things like that. Like you're actually using it, you're, you're mm-hmm. thinking about what you want to do with your future and yeah. where you want to go with your career. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what were, I guess, now bringing it back to where you are now, did you, do you still continue to use some of those skills that you got with your degree for what you do now? Yeah, absolutely. I was doing school while I was working at Hotel Goodwin. Okay. Um, so I was part-time Hotel Goodwin and then full-time school. And without even knowing it, I was applying what I was learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a degree in communications and I talk all the time, hey, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, right. But it was just getting to know people on a different level and you were front desk, you met 50 people in one day and then another 50 people the next day. Right. And you just kind of had to roll with it and you had to be that front of the hotel and you had to be personable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing now with our apartments. You have to be personable. You not only sell the property, but you sell yourself. Sure. Absolutely. So it is just important to make sure that you present yourself in the way that you want to be. Um, yeah. Yeah conceived as so um it's been great having that background um and i use my stuff all, yeah all day, i have also I have a communications degree with electronic media emphasis Ooh. <laughs> yeah. but i feel like that communication degree uh it's so flexible because you can really apply it to a lot of different fields yeah, and absolutely. just kind of adapt it and use those um communication points just use them for what you're applying for yeah Well, you mentioned selling the property, and there's, like, things like, okay, like, basics, like, what's the parking situation? (laughs) (laughs) You know, or, like, what are the amenities offered? But, like, do you find yourself, like, selling Beloit, um, just, like, in the area to people? All the time. Okay. All the time. (laughs) So what what is your answer for why Beloit? Beloit is a hidden gem Mm -hmm. all the time. I consider it one of the greatest hidden gems. Um, it's always in real estate. It's lo- you hear location, 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 mm-hmm. and Beloit has became something really special over the last I don't know ten years even now at this point. Sure. Um, I remember. So I'm from Illinois. I remember wanting to go to Rockford for things, and now everything's kind of migrated, and I'm now a Wisconsin resident, and I want to be in Beloit mm-hmm. and actually live in Beloit. So 
with having the stadium and be within walking distance and the farmer's market. I can see the farmer's market from my window. Like, oh, it's that's just, pretty it's cool. It's cool. Nice. Like, it's nice. Um, so it it is just a really special place to be, and we have a lot of different corporations that, like, their headquarters are here. Sure. Um, and a lot of rising professionals that make it really, really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you... I mean, I'm sure you saw a lot of people with the hotel, maybe not so much with, um, you know, wanting to rent an apartment, but, like, do you get a lot of people who have never even been to Beloit before and are like, what on earth is this place? What's going on? Like, Yeah, we um, have definitely seen that. When we actually opened up the first building, the grand building of Wright and Wagner, we only had three residents that were from Beloit. Everyone oh, wow. else was from everywhere. That's an interesting Across step. the United States. Yeah. That's really um, cool. Yeah. Okay. So they all came in for jobs, most likely. Um, and we had people from Lake Geneva. Their jobs were in Rockford. But it mm. just serves as that great middle point. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. even, like, in reference to, like, the airports, you're close to O'Hare, you're close to Milwaukee, you're close to Rockford, you're close to Madison. Yeah. So you have just, like, a good centralized point in Absolutely. the statewide area. and. Beloit's home. Yeah, because, you know, isn't, like, the town slogan, like, the gateway of Wisconsin or, or something like right. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really that is. kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we, kind of, we, so we have a really good background on who you are and, you know, kind of what your, your past is. Um, so can you describe what is an assistant real estate manager? What, what's, like, a day in the life with that job? Absolutely. In the life of Abby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, a day in the life is never the same as yesterday. Yes. So, Absolutely. Um, beautiful. That was, like, <laughs> Chinese fortune cookie. <laughs> <like. laughs> yeah, that did sound like a little fortune cookie. That was cookie. good. That was really good. <laughs> Don't add us. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I think that, like, having something different every single day is really, like, a blessing because you're never bored. Mm-hmm. There's always something. Um, but my position kind of changes as the month goes on. So the beginning of the month, a lot of it is like collecting rent checks and doing leases and move-ins and people vacating. And we have a really great team where all of us are extremely involved, but we do have like our own things that we do. Um, A lot of what we're doing right now is getting ready for the next building. So we're planning like resident events. We are talking to other businesses. Um, There's just so much that I could probably talk about for hours of things that we do. Um, But it's really exciting, and we have a great department that we all help each other out. We have um, Indianapolis, we have Boise, we've got West Bend, we have Delafield Residential, so we're a little bit all over the place, and... um, yeah, it never. It's never the same. <laughs> never ah, the same. Okay, very good, very good. Yeah, it's it's nice to have just a variety of different things you can do in the mm-hmm. day and things like that, or just seeing different people are interacting. It's yeah, never the same. Yeah, we wear a lot of hats in real estate management, um, and one thing that is different about us is that we're owners and managers of oh. the property. So okay. it's different when it's just an owner and then just a management company because we are dealing with development, construction, accounting, Mm -hmm. um, closing departments when we're buying and selling things. And um, with our facilities team, I talk to our facilities maintenance manager and tech more than I talk to some people in our department sometimes. Like they're our go-to person. So um, we definitely wear a lot of hats and um, 
communications key. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's kind of unique. I mean, like, speaking from, like, where I live in Madison, I think we're technically owned, like, the the apartment I live in is Mm -hmm. technically owned by, like, some developer in San Francisco or Mm -hmm. something like that. So, yeah, yeah, like, you know, I do have, like, a property manager that's, like, my contact person, but they're like, well, I gotta talk to corporate and, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, run out the chain, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, that's gotta be terrible, because they're, (laughs) you know. Yeah, it causes a waiting game, and yeah. Got to get things done. Right. Absolutely. And I remember from my experience in the hospitality industry, like you had to wear every hat at Mm -hmm. some point or another. So make decisions and adapting and figuring out what the next step is and just how to keep moving forward. And I feel like, yeah, you applied those skills to another job. Yeah. Yeah. With Hendrix being an apartment manager and then also with, like you said, with the hotel, sometimes you needed to go make a bed really quick. Sometimes (laughs) you needed to fold some towels. And you you can't say it's not your job because it's all other duties as a sign. Sometimes I put that in there and you're like, oh, I know what that is. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, so you started off with this internship with Geronimo, mm-hmm. and, you know, you're at an assistant manager position now. Um, so if, you know, someone's listening to this podcast, I'm going to paint a, a fake listener here, but, mm-hmm. you know, say if they're they're at their first internship ever, and they're excited, they want to move up the ladder and kind of just keep going up within the company that they're within, what advice would you have for that person? I think that every interaction that you have matters. You have no, mm-hmm. no idea when you're going to cross paths with that person ever yeah. again. Um, with my internship, like I mentioned, I was with every single department and mm-hmm. I kind of moved around and got to meet a lot of people within the company. And some of those interactions and positive feedback from people has really paid off in yeah. my favor. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important to kind of note. And on the other hand, be different. Don't be afraid to kind of step outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time we try to stay in our own little box and kind of just hide there. But in order to be different and to move up the ladder, you need to kind of put yourself out there. So Mm -hmm. um, one thing that is part of our manifesto is that the status quo sucks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We we don't like to be cookie cutter. Right. We like to be original. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to just be like everybody else, look at mm-hmm. any of our restaurants and our properties and honoring history. And there's just a lot that can be done that doesn't mean that you have to go by everyone else's rules, make your own rules. But, yeah. um, and then another thing that I think is really important that is also part of our manifesto is be the CEO of your job. Own your job mm-hmm. like it's yours. It's only yours. You're the only one that can plow through it the way that you do and people will notice people will notice own your work own your work so (laughs) it's just really important all of those things that tie into like who you are as a person is reflective and people do notice it so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i mean i guess the follow-up question is something that we talk about on the show a lot is balancing work and life and you know all is the all these things of like that we just talked about for like moving up sound awesome and it's definitely great advice to move you up but then the other side is how do i balance this with <laughs> trying to li- live my life um so i don't know do you, do you have any any thoughts regarding that i am my own worst critic <laughs> <laughs> and i mean anybody who works with me and if they're listening to this they're gonna say abby does not leave work at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. So I... Um, it's I have hard. Been, it's yeah. really yep. hard. Yeah. And I have 
been guilty of kind of making work my personality. I'm such like a big mm. promoter. I look at my own social media yeah. and it's all Geronimo and Hendrix. Things. Uh, like I just keep sharing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I definitely had to kind of like take a moment to reflect and um, I've kind of seek some guidance from bosses and um, leaders that I look up to. Yeah. And um, I actually got a dog and he's great. Oh, so, <laughs> so that helps. His name's Benny. Oh, okay. Benny. Very cute. Yeah. So, and I didn't realize how much I don't get outside, like oh. until I got my dog and I'm like yeah. going outside to go potty. Right. And so he has helped me like tremendously. Okay. Um, and just taking more time for myself. And yeah. Sometimes you do have to put the phone down, even though I feel mm-hmm. I feel an obligation most of the time with being the property manager. Like someone oh, might yeah. need something, something might be wrong. Yeah, right. That's um, good point. So, but there's also four other people on our team as right. well. If it's maintenance, they sh- would probably call our maintenance guys. So, yeah. um, I have definitely been guilty of having a poor work life balance. Um, but another thing that I think helps is having a group like Rising Professionals because yeah. it is work and fun. You know, yes. it's still something that kind of takes you out of your normal day-to-day, mm-hmm. um, gets you in contact with other like-minded people, um, but still you're able to relax and not be in full work mode all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like the solution that, you know, we've been kind of finding on the show, and I want to see if you agree, is that there's mm-hmm. there's peaks and valleys. You know, there's going to be times with any job where it's just absolutely insane and that you're going to be on your grind and, yeah. you know, ser- you know, fulfilling your position and, yeah. <laughs> you know, serving the company. But there's also going to be, you know, valleys where, okay, it is time to unplug and focus on myself and my outside relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's recognizing when you're in that peak versus when you're in that valley um, and making, you know, making the most of both times yeah. is kind of, I think kind of like the, the, the yeah. I don't want to say solution, but, you know, kind of where I've noticed people have been gravitating oh, towards. Sure. Yeah. And, and I can relate like being, ha- having like work a part of your personality and mm-hmm. things like that. You're always on the go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just talking to people are like, oh, I could use this connection or I could use, you know, help at work. You know, we're still talking about the same thing, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not on the work clock. I'm not on the time clock, but yet they're still taught. We're still talking about the same right. thing <laughs> and it's hard to pull away from it and yeah. just accept it for what it is. And you could always talk to them on Monday. Yeah. It's okay. You yeah, can follow up on Monday. Yeah, with they will be back. No, we'll yeah. be back. We can talk, can pick up that conversation later, but um, I do get that. It's hard to separate it sometimes. Yeah, yeah there's definitely highs and lows. Um, I think within, like, my first year at Hendrix, I had a really hard time, like, taking PTO. Yeah. Um, and uh, this year, mm-hmm. knowing that, like, we're opening a building in August, I went on vacation and, like, took that time and disconnected. Like, yeah. I was pretty much it's like what is this yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah it feels weird like it feels like yeah. you're like losing part of yourself for a time uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> i know in the hospitality industry like you're like always there you're always focused on you know just trying to keep keep it going day to day to day to day and then you're like time off What's yeah that? What's that's that yeah oh, it kind of like it kind of like gives you anxiety you're like yeah. I know everyone else is capable of doing these, these things, things but like but, yeah. I feel that responsibility you're, and then I'm, like it feels like you're bailing on yeah them. you just have to come to that realization like the place will still be there when you get back. Right. It's right. okay. Like, yeah. the sky will not fall. Um, the building will still be there. Yeah. There's a strong support team that yeah. you work with that are really yeah. good at their job. Yeah, it's so. just, it's <laughs> the, like, downside, I guess, to taking pride in your work. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. where you're kind of, just you're so committed to right. like, seeing that success. And um, I've definitely seen a 
myself go into that yeah. <laughs> kind of phase. Yeah. But, well, yeah. and, you know, it's extra hard because your job is literally people's homes. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. We talk the livelihood. Janica, yeah, she was talking about health care. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that. that's really important. Like, yeah. you know, like, what I do is advertising. Like, it's going to be okay if, you know, yeah. uh, we're still working on the website or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. or a billboard. But those two industries, I imagine, just make it so much more difficult because, yeah, these are people's homes or health care yeah. or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're talking to people constantly. All yes. day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's communications important. degree. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it, man. We like talking to people. Make it full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, that's a good transition point. I mean, so you have this communications degree and all this um, experience and, you know, knowledge in the communications field. What is something that you want to learn going forward? Like, what do you see up ahead? Yeah, absolutely. So the next position um, that would be a head of assistant real estate manager would be a real estate manager. Mm-hmm. As of right now, I'm mostly just on the residential side so okay. all of the apartments but we have mixed use buildings so we have the phoenix building which has lucy's and zen and those companies that are on the ground level and that is more so my boss's kind of focus okay. on things gotcha. so she will do the invoicing and the like tenant outreach and coordinating things so that has kind of been our agreement that that will kind of be my next step is to start to learn those things um and then one thing that has been really important to me is to get to know as much as i can regarding like the construction and development because we have Mm. so many different projects that will come down the pipeline so being able to understand it as much as i can has just been beneficial to me and then also being able to relay that information to our future residents because they always have questions. So oh, of course. They want to know. Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's coming? But I got no first. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what's what's coming down the pipeline? What what's, How do you plan ahead and things mm-hmm. like that and be prepared for it? Yeah. Well, it just points towards like a trend that I've noticed in the area. I mean, just everything is growing so fast in Deloitte and mm-hmm. Madison. Oh, yeah. There's a ton so of potential, ton of opportunity coming. So many people are moving here. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. We love it. Which is good. We love it. But it's just like driving around Madison, like, holy cow, another apartment complex is yeah. coming up. Like, yeah. You know, so many people are moving here, which... Which is great. The more the merrier. Like, I get it. I live here, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, any other advice for our young professionals who are listening to this podcast? I just think that tying in with rising professionals, that your community matters a lot. Um, and that's something that we really focus on with opening the new building. We're working with various community members. Mm-hmm. With our rising professionals, you get to meet other contacts. There's even people that I've reached out to within rising professionals to kind of um, bounce ideas off of each other. So I just mm-hmm. think that wherever you're at, make that effort to be a part of your community. I think that that's super helpful, and you never know what door is going to open. So. Yeah. You just never know. Yeah, well, and I feel like every month you send me an email with, like, a bunch of different um, new mm. people who have moved in yeah. who are interested in the rising professionals, and you're like, hey, add them to your newsletter. Like, oh, they, yeah. yes. They, they want to know more. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, which is, like, that's, a, and it yeah. always makes me smile when you do that, because, like, that's such, like, I don't know any other, like, apartment complexes or cities that are doing that, where, like, you know, your leasing agent is, like, such a nice person who are like, hey, you're new? You want to make friends? You want to meet people? Like, <laughs> make should, friends. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> You should you should talk to these people. Like that, that's such a that's such a cool and unique thing that I yeah. think I think makes makes Beloit and just the area special. Yeah, we like to make each property, even as its own, kind of feel like a community. We send out 
things that are going on in downtown Beloit, we put things up on, like we have like a TV kind of monitor that we mm-hmm. can put things up on. I send out emails. We have Facebook group pages. Wow. Like it is just a big community within Beloit and then also individually. So it's just important to let our residents know that are new to the area that there's people here for you and there's a lot of things that you can get involved with whether it's trivia night on a Tuesday night Mm -hmm. whether it's rising professionals whether you want to become a Beloit club member there's something for everybody here yeah Yeah. which again is just so unique I mean like I've you know I can't even count how many apartment complexes I've lived in throughout the years but you know just adding those and like you know, seeing friends who, like, live in Chicago or Milwaukee and, like, those areas, like, they don't do any of that stuff. It, you know, it's just, it's such a cool thing that, that you yeah. guys do that for, for new residents. Yeah, it definitely helps retain residents. And, sure. Yeah. Um, we had <laughs> so it makes business sense <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, um, we had some residents that actually moved to the Milwaukee area and, like, she cried when she left because she uh-huh. was like, I already know that their staff is not you. Oh, it's mm-hmm. not your it's not you guys sure. so um that was yeah. really sweet to hear and um seeing like old residents comment on our facebook post still like for they sure. moved for a job or like it wasn't anything oh. that they kind of like left for specifically but yeah um just seeing that we have that impression on people is really special yeah well that's awesome yeah absolutely well abby thank you so much for being on the show Thanks really appreciate it Beyond the Resume is hosted and edited by Andrew Vaughn. The show is hosted and produced by Jackson Wells. The Bullet Rising Professionals are a program of the Greater Bullet Chamber of Commerce. New episodes are bi-weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other streaming platforms. Visit rpbullet.com slash beyondtheresume.com.